welcome to Where Will You Go, the FBC Telehoma Missions podcast, where we ask our members and our listeners the simple question, where will you go as we seek to advance the gospel message of Jesus Christ and the kingdom of God from here to the least reached peoples on planet Earth? Today in the pod, we have part two with this gaggle of women that have gathered up in the pod with me again We are glad to hear about the apartment ministry and what is going on there. So we hope you'll stick around. Okay, today in the pod, again, we have some ladies who are involved locally in a mission that's been going on now for seven, eight, nine months, something like that, uh, every Wednesday night in the apartments. If you missed last week's podcast, you need to go back and you need to listen to that before you get into this one or you're going to be almost lost. But for way of review, we're going to start out and we're going to just let Mandy review really quickly. How did this begin? How did this apartment ministry begin? Well, I think um, how it began, just a summary would be our church already did the white Christmas boxes every Christmas where we would go and bring boxes of food for a Christmas dinner to apartments in town. Um, And for me, it really began in my heart after going and doing that and meeting the residents of the apartment and just realizing that there was really no gospel presence whatsoever in these apartments. And so many of the residents don't have vehicles, so they can't go to church. So really, church was going to have to come to them if there was going to be any gospel presence there. Um, and so the Lord just laid it on my heart to to start praying for that. And really, it was overwhelming. I had no idea how would we, how would we start it, you know, where would we begin, who would be that, that inroad, that door to, um, to be able to do that. And really, the Lord just put it on another member of our church's heart that we could do pictures, that we could do Christmas pictures. Who doesn't want a free picture at Christmas with their family? So we went and we offered free pictures for the apartment complexes, and we had a really good turnout. And then from there, we took the contact info and asked if they would be interested in a Bible study. And so all of the ones that said, yes, we would be interested, we contacted them, set up a time. Thankfully, the manager of the apartment allowed us to use the community room and the laundromat to meet. Um, And that's really how it began. We just started coming with a small group on Wednesday nights. And I I feel like the Lord has blessed it. We've had ladies show up every single Wednesday night, sometimes as much as 10. We've had um, children show up every Wednesday night. And so that's really and, and how I think it began. that's important to point out that it well, didn't start out targeting ladies, but it ended up being ladies at this point. And uh, we hope that that'll expand. But for you know nine months or so, that's what it's been. And Brooke, you mentioned last time what kind of spurred you to be a part of this ministry, and you you just barely hit on it. And I should have fleshed it out a little then, but you you tied this back to your D group, your discipleship group, and I think that's important to hear. So. Just give us a quick synopsis of what stirred you to be involved. Yeah, so um, Amber um, came in on our, um, I think we were having a Friendsgiving in November. It was early November. It was our D group, and she started talking about um, the apartment ministry. I think you guys had been maybe twice um, at that point, and um, just what her emotion and what she was telling me about some of the things that the ladies had shared with her um, just broke my heart. And I, I, and I thought, you know, I I really could 
Wednesday nights, drive down the street and um, be a part of this ministry. I didn't really know what to expect. Um, I didn't know how long I would even be available to do it. Um, but after meeting the ladies, after meeting their children um, and seeing the need there, um, I knew that I could not turn away from it. So our five tiers of missions, if you have missed that, are, you know, tier one is local. And part of that local tier, our primary focus is our discipleship groups, our D groups, where three to five men or three to five women gather together. They they hold each other accountable. They pray for each other. They read the Bible. They stir each other on, spur each other on to love and good works. And then also, obviously, local missions, local ministry and departments. And I just think it's interesting how discipleship groups and apartment ministry fuel each other. So this is it's an outreach when you have a discipleship group and you're supposed to be trying to grow it and multiply it, not getting stale and stuck in your little group of friends. Hint, hint for anybody that's listening and been in the same exact D group for three or four years. You're supposed to be growing, drawing in people that visit, drawing people in your life to this discipleship group and then multiply it. But we don't even only see missions done that way, but we see missions done out of those discipleship groups, and we spur each other on to to do things that we may not have done without that encouragement. So I just think it's interesting how we hear discipleship groups playing into this local mission effort. Um, you know, and I, I mentioned last time, um, our talking about unreached people groups and unreached unengaged people groups and kind of a new name we have for these. It's embarrassing to even have to come up with this name because here we are in America, not only America, the United States of America, but in the Bible Belt, where there's churches on every single corner, you know, unreached people are peoples who don't have enough Christians to reach their own people group. Unreached, unengaged peoples are people who don't have a, a pastor, a church, or Christians. They don't they they don't know the name of Jesus. They don't know the gospel. They don't understand the gospel. And we pray for unreached peoples. We pray for unreached, unengaged people groups. But what we have down the street from our church is what I've called a reached unengaged people they have the gospel around them they have christians around them but nobody seeks to engage them we kind of put a sign out and say come to us and that's not new testament christianity new testament christianity doesn't say hey you come into our white columns of a church not under our steeple you know where we are new testament christianity says we're going to take the gospel to where you are and if that means that your church begins in a laundromat who cares churches all over the world meet in in huts and houses and fields. So it's it's sad to think that we have reached people in the sense of there's plenty of Christians, plenty of churches, but yet they're unengaged and ignored. They're almost uh, invisible uh, to the churches in the community in a lot of way, a lot of ways. So as we think about um, some of those challenges, we talked about the challenges last time, and really just briefly, the challenge. One of the main challenges is just space and logistics and and, um, you know, dealing with, with people who may have addictions, who may have other struggles that we might not be able to relate to. But it's interesting how, even if you've never walked in their shoes, you know, we hear that, well, I've never walked in their shoes. It doesn't matter. The gospel is the same gospel. Christ is the same Christ. Our, every person in this room sins every day. Nasty sin. All sin is nasty, right? So if my sin is addiction and your sin is temper tantrum, both sins are nasty, and both sins take Christ to forgive. So we have walked in, I think we've walked in everybody's shoes because we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. Yeah, we may not have the same experiences, but it doesn't negate the power of the gospel. So 
there's my little sermon here. Amber, you avoided the microphone last time, but we want to, why don't you tell us, you know, Beth shared what it looked like in the children's side of things. As far as on the ladies' side in the laundromat, what, is it, what does it look like on a Wednesday night for our listeners so they can know, hey, if I come over, this is what I'm getting into. This is what it looks like. Right. So um, we usually try to show up to the apartments about 5 o'clock. And um, um, through that, we have been able to start um, a laundry ministry, which is funny as that is. Um, there in the laundromat, God has provided us an opportunity to um, help the ladies do their laundry. So we provide two loads of laundry, washing and drying. Um, and then while that is going, um, usually somebody in the group will provide food for the ladies. Um, and so we eat and fellowship and talk. And then about 530, um, that's about the time to change laundry over to the dryers. And um, we um, then begin our Bible study. And what our Bible study looks like, um, there's four to five of us that work in the on the women's side. And um, we each take a week. And we've been working through a book um, um, called Lies That Women Believe. And it's been really eye-opening, even for believers, the lies that we can believe from Satan. How easy it is for him to just get a, a toe over the threshold in our hearts. Um, and so it's been really good just to, to walk through that and to really seek truth. And I think that's what it's about. You know, we all believe lies that the world tells us. And um, so being a part of the ministry, just being able to seek truth with the ladies, even for our own lives, helping them to see truth. Um, you know, it, it feels, it does feel dark. There's a lot of oppression and darkness sometimes when we step into these apartment ministries. Um, but we all have hope that have Jesus as the light in us. And that's really, you know, what we're trying to do is just bring light to the darkness. Nobody wants to walk in darkness. <laughs> it's a scary place to be. And the light can be scary at first because it does reveal things. Um, in our lives, but then it's such a nice place to be to not have to walk in that. Um, so yeah, we do Bible study with them and um, just engage them in conversation. And it's not just us talking. It's so important to listen. It's so important for us to listen to them and their stories. We all have a story. We all have a story in this in this journey of life. Um, so it's just, it's really important for us to do that. Um, so yeah. And and then you obviously there's flexibility there because things take twists and turns. And me and Brooke would do a little duet at one time. We've kind of slacked off on that because we were trying to incorporate singing into this and maybe we'll get back into it, but I keep forgetting my guitar and that kind of thing. Um but you know, we tried to sing and, and we would need to get back to doing that. Study the word. You guys pray for them. And usually once a month I try to come in and, and share a, sh a short met short, not really, but I come in and try to share a message with them. Uh, once a week, um, just to stay involved on that side as well as the kids' side is where I'm usually at on Wednesday nights. So that's a little picture of what happens if you're interested in what happens. And in just a moment, we've got a surprise guest in the pod with us that's going to be sharing just a little bit about her experience at Department Ministry. But first... You know what that sound means. We've got a book of the month that we are going to introduce right here. First week in July, the new book is The Insanity of God by Nick Ripkin, missionary to the Horn of Africa who encountered trial, test, and persecution, face-to-face, -face, suffering in the family. Made him ask the question, is God really good and is 
this really worth it? He traveled around the globe to talk to people who had suffered greatly for Christ. It's a challenge. It's uh, heart-wrenching. It's encouraging in the same way um, to just see the insanity of God in this world that we live in. If you've not read Nick Ripkin's book, The Insanity of God, I encourage you to get it. That's the book of the month for July. All right, today in the pod, again, we're talking about our local apartment ministry. We've heard stuff that happens with the kids. We've heard about the things that happen with the, the ladies. And now we've got our own special surprise guest here in the pod today, Brittany White. Brittany has been a part. She's been attending this apartment ministry, I think, since the very beginning. And I think almost every single Wednesday night, uh, Brittany's been a part. So I just wanted to bring her in, put her on the spot, ask her a couple of questions. Uh, Brittany, what difference, if any, you know, we don't want to presume, um, you may look at us and think we're all crazy. But what difference, if any, has this ministry made in your life and in your family's life? For me, there really has been a difference. Um, I've always been one to go back to church, but ever since I had kids, like, you know, you have to tote them and whatever else. Um, I just, I don't know, nervous doing it on my own, I guess. And one day, whenever y'all was delivering pictures, I had walked with a friend over there and she was getting pictures and everybody was talking um, about saying how they were going to do a Bible study the following week. And I really wanted to go because that was like a step for me to start getting back into church and I guess to see how the kids would do. And I don't know. But um, ever since we've been going, I've, a few months ago, I've asked Nevaeh if she would really like going to church, like, the big church, I guess you could say, because <laughs> there's just at the laundromat. Mm-hmm. But I asked her if she would like to go to church, and she really wanted to go because recently she's been asking to go to church like every day. I'm just like, no, it's not today. <laughs> but um, for me, I think it's been good. And then all the discussions and everything, meeting friendships with all of you guys, it's been so did you get your picture made or did you just see the pictures being delivered pictures being delivered. so well if we do pictures again this Mm -hmm. year we'll take your pictures but that's that's interesting that um she she didn't Brittany didn't make it to the picture taking but she saw the picture delivery and was able to kind of figure out what was going on there would you say that what we do in the apartments has helped you grow closer to the lord giving you a better understanding of the gospel and kind of what it means to walk with jesus i think so like y'all all good like I guess guidance, like y'all, I don't know how to explain it, but y'all are really there for everyone, and y'all try to do the best, and y'all actually listen to everybody. Um, and Nevaeh's been at VBS all week. Mm-hmm. And, well, they all have. And, Br- and Brooke put you to work. Yeah. And, while you were and here. I enjoyed it. <laughs> right. Well, we're glad that you were, you were here this week, Brittany, and glad that we've had a chance to meet you and um, look forward to what the future says i think Brittany touched on something that's been a blessing to all of us and that is that you know it hasn't just been just a wednesday night thing for us that you know we've been able to celebrate birthdays and we've been able to you know get together with one another and just more and more start being in each other's lives yeah it's a relationship so that's that's been a blessing both ways for sure so what would you um ladies say to people in our church if they're thinking 
do I want to be a part of this? Should I be a part of this? Is there a need for me? What, what would you say to people in our church who want to know more or be a part of what's going on? <laughs> the answer to your questions was yes, all, <laughs> all of it. But um, we've had, you know, there's a lot of people in our church that don't even know about this or just now maybe hearing about it. And so, you know, just talk to one of us, um, call the church office, call me, you know, talk to me if you need another lady's number, you know, I can get, get, get you in touch with them. Um, you know, there's all kinds of things mm-hmm. that could happen from if you can't come Wednesday night, but you could do, you know, take somebody to the grocery store mm-hmm. on Thursday morning or to a doctor's appointment. You know, there's, there's so many aspects to this ministry that we're trying to do right now just as a very small group. But if we had other people that would say, you know, I'm free every Friday morning and I could take somebody to the grocery store or to a doctor's appointment, that would that would really be so much help. So even if you can't come on Wednesday night, if you could be available to let us know when we do have a need that we can't meet, yeah, then we absolutely. could reach out. Kind of have a call list. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. That would be huge just because really – all of the ladies that participate have young families for the most part. So that would be a huge blessing. It's hard to get away from your kids yes. to go take somebody else yes. with, without To the home. grocery store or to the doctor. Mm-hmm. And those things are almost a weekly occurrence mm-hmm. um, for sure. And and here's the thing. Was, do you have anything you want to add to that, Amber? You oh. look like you had something on. Well, no, no. I was just going to say, you know, we do provide the food for children and for the adult ladies. And I know some of you guys, your spiritual gift is um, hospitality mm-hmm. and cooking. So if that's something that you guys would want to be involved with, please get in touch with Brooke. Um, just say, hey, I'd like to be added to the list of rotation for food. Because um, that would take it off of, of one of our plates to be able to minister in a different area. Um and, you know, also we're buying laundry detergent and things like that. If if maybe some of you couponers out there get a good deal on a coupon. Deborah's for, running the big lots right that's now. That's right. For a laundry <laughs> detergent. Hey, I, I mean, come and donate some laundry detergent. Quarters. You know, quarters. Yeah, it takes quarters at these machines mm-hmm. um, to be able to do the laundry. So, yeah, those are just a few more ways maybe, you know, that are tangible ways that you can be involved. Okay, so I think, too, we need to plug here that the goal is to spread this ministry to other apartments. So if we have an overabundance of people wanting to be involved, that's not a problem. Uh, We just have to work out the details and logistics of how we can move into another apartment apartment, uh, building in Tullahoma. And we've already got some on our site. We've had some discussions there. But, yeah, if you are interested, we want to spread this to other apartments, which is going to require more work, and it's going to have more people who need rides and more, more food and more children. And... You know, but where do you want to invest your time? Where do you want to invest your energy? It's, it's in my view, among the unengaged. And in a lot of ways, uh, many of these apartments are unengaged. So let's go engage them. One of the things we've discussed that you can look forward to is a lunch at some point. We're going to have a lunch, and we're going to invite anybody that wants to learn more about what's happening to come and to hear from some of these ladies and to hear how they can be a part. So put that on your calendar and know that coming up this Sunday – we have a lunch with Trevor Johnson. If you haven't signed up for that, then you need to call Brooke right now as soon as this podcast is over and tell her, put you on the list or you're not going to have food. That's July the 11th, right after the service. Trevor Johnson from Papa Indonesia is going to be sharing with us right after the service there. What can we pray for as we wrap up our time together as we think about the ladies side of this and the apartment ministry? What would you say is top two or three things we need to pray for? Okay, (laughs) 
They're all looking at each other. <laughs> we can use Beth's list, softened hearts, yeah. uh, boldness to share the gospel, and perseverance and steadfastness as we empathize. Yes, I would just say, really, all of those things, I mean, especially just softened hearts to the gospel, because we can come every Wednesday, and we can share our heart, and we can, you know, open up the word together, but until the Lord does a work, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's what really is going to change things. So, okay. first and foremost, for sure. All right. Anything else before we pray? Well, let's pray. God, thank you for the day. Thank you for the blessings you've given us, the opportunity we have to gather together to hear about what you're doing in our lives and in other lives in the area. Just thank you for these ladies, their willingness to come into the pod today to answer questions, to talk about what's going on in the apartments. And just pray that you would stir hearts to be involved. We pray that you would work in the hearts of these ladies, that you would draw them to you and closer to you, that you would give us a boldness, these ladies a boldness and an intentionality about sharing the truth of the gospel, and that you would give that message power as it's shared. And God, that you would give us perseverance and steadfastness as we sympathize and walk with them through the trials of their lives and the struggles of their lives. God, we pray your blessings upon it, that it would spread, expand, and that you would be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us today for FBC Missions Podcast. Hope you'll join us next week. Hope you will stop by that missions hallway after church this Sunday down by the library. Those kiosks on the poles, they won't bite. Just start pushing buttons. If you mess it up, we'll call Tom. He can fix it. Just start pushing buttons and you can learn about the five tiers of missions at First Baptist Church, Tullahoma, how you can be involved, how you can pray. Check out that missions hallway. Download the Joshua Project Unreached Peoples of the Day app to your phone. Pray for those unreached people groups each day and pray for this apartment ministry. Thank you for joining us. Hope to see you next week. God bless you.